finally Wednesday morning. You know what that means, another episode of No Josh. And we have made it to episode number four now. So that's a good thing. My my week has been going good in general. I want to name this episode Role Models because I think role models are very important in life and knowing who to have as your role model is a very important thing and the reason why I believe this is such an important subject is because I think there are a lot of kids who look up to the wrong people in society right now because they don't even realize why those people are getting looked up to in the first place. And that comes from a place of power and control and dopamine and serotonin being released from the brain. So let's get right into it. Elon Musk, man has a lot of say in society. I was actually reading an article earlier this morning and the respondents found that if Elon Musk tweets something out, then they're going to invest in it. And like over 40% of the respondents said that they would. And that just absolutely blew my mind because this guy can tweet out things such as Dogecoin and drive the price up tremendously, like over 10% within a tweet, which is just crazy. And it blows my mind, but it makes me ask, but it asks, but I have to ask myself, why is he doing this? And it's for his own entertainment. The guy keeps talking about how the most entertaining outcome is probably the most likely. And he's not actually looking out for you kids. He's not. All these kids think he's a genius. But when I think of leaders, I think of people that don't have much attention in society or people that we gave little attention to in history. Gandhi, MLK, those are a couple off the top of my head. Malcolm X, he's from Nebraska, so that's kind of personal. But instead, we get a bunch of, in America, we get a bunch of rich people, we get Hollywood producers, we get actors, we get NBA players, we get all these professions, we get, we get people who are in their positions of power to, for entertainment. And we need to stop giving these people attention because that's exactly what they're, they're looking for. And getting into the nuts and bolts of leadership, I, as a kid growing up, I got in trouble quite a bit in elementary school and middle school and high school. And it wasn't necessarily because like I was a troublemaker, but it was just, I struggled at disagreeing with authority and our society has made it so you can't disagree with authority. And even if you try to do it respectfully, 
they just look at you poorly. And our youth is what makes up America. They have the most energy and they're also the most curious. The kids are this generation. They could, if they use their resources the right way, they could be very powerful and better than any generation to ever live in the United States of America. But let's go back to me. I, I don't mean to make myself sound like a troublemaker in elementary school or middle school, but there were just some things I like questioned, you know, we were, we were taught a curriculum and if you asked them a question or challenged them, they just got upset. And granted, I did come from a small town in which these teachers I've came to kind of figure out teachers don't really know much. They're just kind of teaching the curriculum that they're given. But what teachers, their main, what I think teachers' purposes is like to be the parent and help these children evolve when the parents can't be there. While at the same time teaching them important things, teaching them math, teaching them science, teaching them history. But who's feeding them this information? Who's giving the school districts and the school systems the curriculum that they're going to cover? Most of my friends in college, they have read similar books that I read when I was in high school. And there's a lot of things that aren't included in history books. And that's what I'm really starting to notice. And that's a big reason why I started this podcast was because there's a lot of things that aren't covered in mainstream media or taught in school that are very important, but they don't want you to know those things because it wouldn't make their side of the story sound as good. I bet Kamala Harris doesn't want any of the little girls in society knowing that a year before she decided to be Joe Biden's running mate, she came out in a newspaper or a magazine saying that she believes and thinks that every assault allegation should be taken seriously. Why would I want, I know if I had a daughter, I don't have a daughter, but with my sister, my mom, my girlfriend, I, I do not want them looking up to someone like that in society. That's a weakness. That's very weak on her part. And this is just one example. I think it's messed up how a lot of people, a lot of the rich people, more so, like the 0.01%, your Bezos and Musk, they never really get involved in politics because what they don't want people to know is that the political system is a game that 
only the rich and the corporations have a say in and nobody else does. In which the media will make it seem like everyone has a say and their vote matters. But that's not the way it is. Do you guys know any Democrats that voted for Joe Biden in the primary election? Any Democrats? I know at my college anyways, when he was caucusing, he had nobody for him. This guy's incoherent, can't even finish the sentence. But the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, they both get to do this. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but no matter who gets the most votes during the primary, if the party system wants to put a different candidate forward, they can. So Joe Biden didn't necessarily have to win the primary and votes to get nom the Democratic Party nomination. And that's the society we live in, guys. This is not a democracy. When are people going to start realizing this is not a true democracy? This is a country that is ran by only the elite and the corporations. And most of the people that are pulling the strings in our country, you will never see their faces. One of my favorite classes so far in college, History and Science of Oil, learned about John D. Rockefeller. Wasn't introduced to him in high school. Maybe I was, maybe I forgot about him. But this class was my favorite class so far at college. It taught me a lot. It, turned, it taught me how to start a monopoly. It taught me how to drive competitors out of business. In which we live in a capitalistic society and I love capitalism. I think it sparks creativity but I think that the current system that we use for capitalism is not right because the system's not set up for the 99%. And the 0.01% keep the 99% distracted from the truth. And I really don't see any changes happening for a while unless people want to start hopping behind this because I mean, I've tried to tell my friends about Musk and they don't even listen. They, they, they think the guy's a genius. They think he's a genius. He's not a genius, guys. Elon Musk is not a genius. Electric cars. Wow, that idea had been out before. Underground tunnels. Those already exist. Brain implant. Bill Gates was talking about it, right? Wow, rocket ships. Remember, we were back in the 60s. Does, do you guys know that in 1952, we had a UFO invasion in Washington, D.C.? A UFO invasion in Washington, D.C. 
You're not taught about that in school. Damn UFOs. Leadership. What does it mean to me? What does it mean to be a leader? I think a leader makes the right decision when presented with all of the resources to make the wrong decision or the decision that's easiest for them. I think a leader is someone that benefits everyone that is below them or that is trying to learn from them. I had the opportunity to work with kids this summer. I managed over 200 kids working in cornfields this summer. I loved it because I remember back when I was their age and I had a boss that just, if you messed up, you just got your ass chewed and you got laid into and <laughs> I'm just like, dude, what are you doing, man? So I, if there would be one group of kids that I could really work with, it would be about the age 15 to 19 because that's still when they're like really trying to figure out their, their potential. And there's some kids who still like to mess around a little bit, but you can tell they have more leader, leader, leaderistic qualities or traits and giving them an opportunity to show those is, is really big for them. And there are a lot of friend groups. Let's see friend groups. For example, every friend group has one friend who has a little bit more say or influence with what's going on. And you gotta start asking yourself, is that person only doing that for their own personal gain or are they trying to benefit others too? And then you start applying that to other aspects of life. So when Elon Musk is tweeting out Dogecoin, do you think maybe he's holding the bag before he tweets that out and then he's going to sell without you knowing? I know a perfect example. Bill Ackman back in March. For those who don't know, Bill Ackman is the head of one of the biggest capital or asset management companies in the world, Persian Capital. And he shorted the stock market at the start of January, February, 2020, before coronavirus hit. And the stock market crashed late February, early March. And he was interviewed about what he thought and he thought it was gonna be a long outlook, blah, blah, blah. But little did we know they were just buying a lot of shares of companies and driving these stock prices to all high, all time highs. So not only did he benefit by shorting the stock market, but he bought at the bottom lied to people and drove the price up higher. That's not leadership to me. But a bunch of dudes in the school of finance just want to suck him off. It's hilarious. Like you need to learn how to network. No, you don't need to learn how to network. Make sure your skills and traits and qualities are good enough 
where you don't have to network. Didn't you guys ever seen that one song in high school? Everywhere we go, people know who we are. Apply that to your life. Like, who are you? Who are you? There's a lot of people in society that don't like their job. And that's for a couple different reasons. One in which I think a lot of people chase the money and then they end up not happy in which we talked about in the last episode, how if you just keep chasing money or materialistic items, there's always going to be more. The amount of wants in life are to infinity. I think it's important to meet new people, but don't meet people just so you can gain personally as a bridge later down in life or as a life support because you're not surrounding yourself with that energy for the right reasons. You're just surrounding yourself with that energy so you can benefit in some way. And I think that happens a lot in society. And I can wrap that even back into the Kamala thing at the beginning of the podcast. The reason why I don't think little girls should be looking up to her is because She's only in this position of power, so she gains personally, and those in her circle gain personally. And by that I mean, they ran on these campaign promises and slogans that they were going to help the middle to lower income class families and such. And they really tried to appeal to minority groups, but Kamala doesn't want people to know that she happily put a bunch of minority kids behind bars for minor marijuana charges. She claims that she wants to help the people living at minimum wage, but in her coronavirus relief bill, she's helping out the corporations, Fortune 500 companies. I just, I find it very ironic that events happen in society, but humans don't put enough together to be like, okay, this person's not a good leader. But yet we keep continuing to look up to these kind of people, all these financial advisors. What a freaking scam. What a scam. Financial advising is a scam. It's not leadership. Yeah, you can think it's just you posting your opinions towards a stock or whatever, a cryptocurrency. What a scam. I've heard Elon Musk justifications towards Dogecoin and other cryptocurrencies. And it is that it's almost as BS as fiat money. And what Elon Musk means by that is that none of this money is backed up anyways. And our country just keeps going farther and farther into debt. As you can see, we just keep printing out more and more money. But no one wants to address this game that we're playing. There's a very big difference between leadership and power. 
I want to talk about one of my biggest role models. I don't know if he'd be okay with me using his name, so I won't use his name. <clears throat> but the reason why this guy is one of my biggest role models is because he's a leader, he's driven, he's thinking about everyone else first, all of the people below him. He started his own company, it's done really well. And I remember riding in the vehicle with him one time and he was telling me about how when it comes to growth in the company and making sure the job gets done, he's thinking about his employees' families and putting food on their table. And that just spoke to me. There's a lot of work environments and situations where people are in positions of power, but they only use that for their own personal gain. There's a lot of, I don't want to use teachers as an example, but I kind of referenced them earlier. There's a lot of teachers who are so bad at their job. They are so bad at their job. They're not leaders. They don't help the kids evolve and grow. They use, they use it as a position to yell at them. I don't know, maybe they got bullied when they were kids. But if you start applying this, this concept to your life, they will absolutely start to change your life. You have to start asking yourself, who am I allowed, who am I allowed to have a say in my life? Who's having influence in my life? Are they using that position of influence to actually help me grow? Or is it for their own personal gain? I think that Washington DC is becoming the new Hollywood. I know I've talked about in one of my earlier episodes, there's a lot of politicians who are becoming celebrity-like. And by that, I just mean people are treating them as if they're celebrities. And that's not what our politicians are there to do. When you keep giving the people what they want, and they're just gonna keep using that position of power to gain. Here's another little story. I'm gonna compare two different friend groups last year. So I met these kids when I first got to college and they were roommates and I became best friends with one of the roommates and not the other one. So the one kid who I was not best friends with became our call, our hall coordinator. And this kid is going to make the best leader and whatever he career path he chooses. But this kid took initiative from day one in our residence hall, just making sure everyone else was okay. And he valued everyone else before himself. And that's what a leader does. And he was so positive. But I got drawn into the wrong energy, wrong crowd. 
You know someone's not a leader when they're not willing to accept or listen to opinions that are different than theirs. Humans, humans like to be right. They don't like to be wrong. And I think that's where a big issue arises when it comes to power in our country. Also becomes normalized. And by that I mean in the corporate world more so, I think. Let's use a bottom, let's use a person who's going to be an investment banker. And JP Morgan, right? Kid comes right out of college. He's so excited. He's going to be an analyst. He's just grinding and slaving away to this boss, just always answering to him. And if this boss is treating him poorly and doesn't, the way corporations are, I guess this is more so a corporate, corporations thing that I have against. Because when I start a company someday, if there's employees that are just starting out, but I can tell that they have ideas or are passionate, they can go to the top really quick. We need to normalize that in society. Or, I mean, maybe just some kids are way too comfortable with comfort, which I understand. The comfort zone scares me. Nothing good comes from the comfort zone in life. Nothing, nothing good comes from the comfort zone. Kids are big into rappers and such. What are rappers' songs mostly about? Rappers' songs are about hooking up, killing, robbing, or exiting this universe on some kind of substance. I've really come to learn. Love the art and appreciate the art, but not always the artist and their actions. Because our rappers have normalized a lot of things for our youth that I do not think that are good long-term. Our politicians have normalized things that I do not think that are good for our youth long-term. There are some changes that need to be done in society. And I think that all starts with that. And that starts with who you look up to, who are your role models. Energies in life, people, opportunities, they're everywhere. If you don't like your boss, if he's making your life miserable and adding extra stress, just know there's better opportunities out there and I know it's not always that easy but there are opportunities out there most definitely the only ways I've learned in life are through setbacks and learning that my opinion and perspective is an ever-evolving thing that's one of the most important things I've taken away from life so far and people that challenge me and give me different perspective and opinion those are my favorite people yeah, I think that about wraps up the segment on role models. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you should totally reach out to me. And that just kind of leads me to the point of if you're listening to my podcast, 
I really appreciate it. And you should give me feedback, even if it's just minor things, sound quality things. I know there's sometimes I might sound a little bit monotone, which I apologize for. I promise I'm still funny. <laughs> but some of these subjects early on are just, they're serious subjects to me. And I think they need to be addressed in society for us to advance. Otherwise, we can stay stagnant. And one quote that hangs up in my room by John F. Kennedy, which will hang up in my room till the day I die or until there's serious change in America, reads, let us not seek the Republican or the Democratic answer, but rather let us seek the right answer. Let us not blame each other for the past but accept it and move on to the future. And I know I didn't quote that verbatim. I can't really read the quote from here, but the message is clear, guys. Are we gonna keep giving the people and the media the attention that they want so they can earn revenue and create more divide in this country? Or are we gonna start looking up to people who are actually role models and who want change in society. What is it for news this week? What's going on? More states are lifting their mask mandate and opening businesses, which I support. I think by now you guys know I support it. I'm glad that more people are getting vaccinated. I think it's going to open the country up. These small businesses, hopefully we'll get back on their wheels, get them churning. Because let us not forget those are the people who are the backbone to the society. I had a life event occur this week that kind of caught me off guard. But one of my close relatives was in an accident that could have been a lot worse than it was. So I just want to remind you guys that life is so precious. And don't ever take it for granted. Time is the biggest asset and the greatest asset you will ever have in this life. Money, possessions, none of that stuff matters when your clock runs out. I think I'm going to end my segment on that thought. I love all of you guys. I hope you guys all have a great day. And I will catch you guys next Wednesday.